0: Hello,
1: Earthlings. Those of you who have chosen to keep your first estate, welcome to this week in Mormons Another—I don't think I've ever done—I've never done that kind of a welcome before.
0: That is—that's delightful. That's all of delightful. you
1: who chose not to follow Satan, welcome to this program that reflects your choices. I am Jeff Openshaw, the.
0: Host if you've of- got a body, you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that wonderful mm-hmm. voice for longtime listeners, you might recognize him. But if but if you don't, because you're newer here, why don't you introduce
0: yourself, Al? If you don't, you don't deserve to know who you're listening to. That's this fair. is Al Doan, founder. I was, before Jeff, like, I think I had the idea, if I'm not mistaken. We had the idea, Al. Together at the same time? Do we have I to? I believe I called you and said, Jeff, what if we did this thing? No, 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 no. What if you, I will what if you hitch your wagon tail? to this train?
1: Well we what we you did say, Jeff, we should do a podcast together. But we had not defined the genre or or structure. And mm-hmm. it was and as i as we've told the story before on the air, you and I took a road trip up to the Bay Area and we hung out with Leo Laporte, the tech guy, while he was doing his show. That was so up there funny, in Petaluma. In and Petal- we used this Pent- trip Luna. driving around Petaluma. to brainstorm a show. And that is what, and this is what we came up with. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's so that right. that is what happened. That is what happened.
0: But I believe, as we were brainstorming, I was the one that said, "What if we did? What if we called it? Yeah, the original Mormon News Podcast." I wish that were true, but I'm pretty sure
1: that recording only came into our midst in what, like 2014
0: or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best fiber I ever spent, man. No, <laughs> I still best. use.
1: We still use many of those.
0: You should, uh, every, every now and then for Jeff's birthday, I would just go on and spend 30 bucks and get like three uh, custom songs sung <laughs> for the podcast. Well, you That's didn't how do it, did it for
1: my birthday this year because you didn't even call me. You didn't even know it was my birthday this year.
0: That seems right. What we've that sounds like me. I, I'm sorry, but uh, also I make no apologies. So I guess I. Am There's not no sorry. excuse.
1: Our birthday is on the same date in a different month, but we have the same numbered date of a birthday.
0: Is that right? You're October 8th? Not in
1: October, but yes. <laughs> September. But we are both on the 8th. Yes. Remember? Are you
0: September? Oh, my God. I think you always forget that I'm exactly
1: 11 months older than you. Yeah, that seems
0: right. That seems right. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I'm a terrible (laughs) friend. To be fair, to be fair, did I tell you this? One month after I got married, we got married on, hold on. We got married March 28th. Uh, April 22nd rolls around. I'm like, hey, babe, you know what day it is? She's like, "Uh, Earth Day? Like, what do you mean? I was like. No, I can't believe you don't realize this, but it's been one month today. She's like, this is the 22nd. We got married on the 28th. And I was like, well, let's get used to how this goes because that's pretty much my capacity to remember.
1: You're just lucky that you are professionally successful. Otherwise, I don't think she'd have much incentive to keep you around. No, yeah. You, she's are, you sure are a provider she's, for the family she's proclamation. Only- <laughs>
0: She's, She's only here for the money. The money that that pays for this uh, this Missouri estate in the middle of nowhere. I'm pretty I'm
1: sure to. your wife years ago, when she was a little girl, was hoping that her dream that she could live near the site of the butchering of Latter Day Saints in the 1800s, and yeah. and she live on a farm. Every time she'd
0: see a blood moon, she'd say, "Someday I'll be back there. Uh-huh. I'll be there." If I could just find that dude to take me to it.
1: Do you remember when I, when I was out there? Um, we went down to like Kingston, which is the county seat of Caldwell County. For you, uh, yes. history That's, buffs in Caldwell County yeah. feature figures substantially in, in Mormon history. And there was that guy playing well, I don't remember what the festival itself was that we were attending, but it was, you know, they had those C- Civil War reenactors.
0: Oh yeah, it was like Kingston Days or and,
1: something. And yeah. and there was a guy who was like Ulysses S Grant and we were cracking up cuz he kept just talking about the blood and the urine like over and over again.
0: Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, we killed all them boys in the blood and urine ring. It just kept going.
1: It was it was my introduction to Yeah, he
0: he he leaned on urine pretty heavily if I remember right.
1: And that's the name of
0: this episode. He leaned
1: on <laughs> urine pretty heavily. I write these down just in case.
0: Well, Jeff, how, have you been? You're living. You're living the bachelor life at the Uh moment
1: Presently, here? yes, yes. The the wife took the boys uh, back home to California. You'll for, be happy
0: to know I'm still doing this fatherhood thing. I've stayed in it. How? Yeah, your enough, monster looks like he's doing pretty well for another week. Uh, he's he's good. He is enormous. Growing taller by the day. What are our
1: percentiles on the child of a six foot seven man? He's got the fattest
0: head of any child ever. Says he's in the hundredth percentile. (laughs) Uh, It's weird. It's weird how much pride we take in how fat our children are, how long they are. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big baby. You you got good genes. People love that. well, yeah. come on! I no, mean, well, <laughs> it would be delicious irony if you had small kids.
1: I mean, your wife is six feet tall, and you are it is six feet. I would.
0: Well, you know it's hard because you're I you're different. Love...
1: Your your mom's kind of tall, but you have a lot of siblings that are pretty like nor- like your are normal
0: height. Yeah, I mean, you're like the a five aberration. foot eight brother. You're the aberration. And I'm six foot seven. Okay. Yes, uh, but it would be hilarious to have a willow sized child. <laughs> I was going to go that far, but yes, and and, and he would he would. L- He would love it, I think, too, until about eighth grade, and then he would just hate the rest of his life. Yeah, when he starts wondering why he's not getting bigger along with the other boys. Yeah. But I would love it. I mean, could you imagine your dad right now being able to just pick you up and throw you on his shoulder, toss you in the air? How great would that be? That would be delightful. Somebody just cradle you like a little baby. I'd take it. If if I could meet a 12-foot man to pick me up as a six foot seven sure. man, it just cradled me. Sure, right. I'd never leave it.
1: I would love to be cradled as well <laughs> by anyone. I'm very lonely. I've been alone for a day and it's just, you know, what do I do?
0: If, if you're out there. So here,
1: here's, this is actually as minor, but you know, the family's out of town. It's easy to say, I'm not going to have, I don't have no kids to worry about during the night. Yes. Nothing yes, to yes, do. Yes, yes. I, I worked at home today because I had to, um, I had to do some teleconference stuff that's too hard to do on the work system. So I just worked at home so I could do it on my own internet.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. So I'm looking forward to this, which means no 6 a.m. call time for me. You know, I can just kind of get up. But instead today I woke up at 5 a.m. naturally for no good reason. And I was very upset about this. I remain upset about this. My first day of freedom. That's all. I'm going to cut this part out of the show because there's no story there. That's that's it. (laughs) It's just... But my I just, story today, our, I'm literally mad th- I, I just wanted to sleep until seven. That's all I wanted today. That's all I wanted. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. i what, what did I say? I meant to say, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry you woke up so early.
1: You've never been good at empathy. Don't try to pretend now. It's okay. You're fine.
0: Mm, it's spinning up now that I'm married. I've got a lot of empathy. Yeah. I, I actually do. I actually, it's on the rise. I wouldn't say I'm great at it yet, but uh but now that I have suffered fatherhood, I'm like, whoa! I'm sorry to every, to every woman that I ever, uh, that I ever employed, and no. they'd be like, they'd be like, I'm pregnant, I'm having a baby, and I'm like, great. What does that take? Like three days, four days? When when are you back at work? Now I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, now you kind of get take there. a vacation, please.
1: That that is the upside, you know. Like I've
0: um. Yeah.
1: See, I've had I have a female boss right now who also has two young boys, and she's very understanding of my my oh my fatherly yeah, duties, cool. and she doesn't give me flack about anything if I need to take off or whatever. So that is an upside. Yes. So you should be more empathetic. Y'all.
0: I'm glad you. No, are. I, I'm
1: I'm yeah. empath I'm empatheticing more. Someday all the time. when I too am some sort of a mogul or own a company of some kind, but I've yet to find the yeah. inspiration for what that's going to be. I think I'll get there by the time I'm 75 or so. Um, that someday I will be in that position
0: to make those. decisions. Jeff, Jeff, you know, your, your angle is going to be as a, you're going to have a rock band.
1: <laughs> that was my goal when I was like 10. Cause I wanted to be, Bob I'm waiting Joe for people. it to
0: resurge. You would love it. You would, you would be, I mean, the touring would be hard for you cause you're kind of a homebody, but you would love it. Oh
1: no, I'm not a homebody though
0: you, oh, you think you think strip. I am a homebody I just don't have
1: a job like yours where I just travel around whenever i I want to, and mm. then I have family obligations, you know I'm not a homebody i would love I would love to
0: I would love to be on the go all the time why not here's a question would can would our wives let us go solo on a cruise again? I'm sure they'd <laughs> let us I don't know how happy they'd be about it, but I'm sure they would allow it I think that's part and parcel, yeah. If they're unhappy about it, we aren't going. We're not doing it. But I wonder, can two married men go on a cruise together? 100%. Okay, good. And Al, this time, making...
1: we don't even have to freak out that there won't be enough beds in the room like we did that on that other cruise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I slept in a bunk bed. It was not pretty. Anyway, was... neither here nor None there. of you have
1: lived until four men go on a cruise in, in, the, in a cruise ship stateroom. In state one room. room. And you look and you just see two, like, Full beds One time. heart-shaped bed and a fold down. Then we realized there were some options. Anyway, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> this has been a funny week in Latter-day Saint news because going into even last weekend, I was thinking, I was like, eh, not a lot's happened. I don't know how next week's show's going to be. But then just- Real housewives. Content has just, just spilled out all over the place in the time since. There's been all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, content it's been- Content a- has spilled-
0: it spewed forth. My cup over Like lukewarm milk.
1: Um, so I, I, mean, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I think the, I guess the big story this week is the, uh, they finally talked more about children and youth. The face-to-face event. I don't Did you watch any of this, Al? Have you tracked it at all?
0: No. And I still need to do my training so I can work with kids. But. You have done Like I followed us. up. I followed up. So they killed off scouting. Yep. But they say you can still go camping. So that's the nice. the camping's
1: interesting because I guess um I guess in an unfortunate way they say the boys can go camping, not even monthly. I think it's four to six times a year, or something like that. But they've not allocated additional camping funds for the for the young women. It is girls' camp is still it. So if girls want to go camping more than that, that is not a thing. Which is interesting. Which, like why not let them camp? They said they're gonna have the same budgets now.
0: Wait, I don't understand that. So you're saying that that the boys have a special budget for camping?
1: I'm saying boys get to camp more. And they said when they announced all these changes back in conference that the budgets for the two organizations were going to be the same. Because for a long time, the critique has been that the young men's program has a much larger budget than young women's, specifically because of scouting. And so if they are going to have the same budget... Why is it still, the young men will still have a boys' camp. They're only going camping
0: some. once a year. Where do you see this? I've read
1: about this in various places.
0: It is not in the in the newsroom article.
1: Oh, really? You have to dig deeper than that,
0: my friend. <laughs> Has Jana Reese speculated?
1: No. Well, there's been a little bit of that too. And they're still going to be, um, for the strength of youth, replacing uh, youth con- all those other conferences or EFY. Replacing
0: both EFY and youth yes. conferences. Yes
1: all these things. So I think they finally they've been teasing out the kid, the youth program. They said they lot.
0: they showed women repelling in the video, so I'm pretty sure that's a a, a that's uh, foundational activity.
1: That is hardcore parkour right there.
0: I don't think that's what the kids say.
1: So I mean, this is all well and and Good. They're going to have their program. I guess the the idea is the kids now get to make their own goals, right? And we're not supposed to even meddle much in that. It's to encourage them, but they make their goals for the year, and we just kind of
0: let them make their. You know, you know, it's interesting because the church sort of gets to pick the role that they play. When they were scouting, it was like mutual. The activity that you go to weekly was much more of a social and like helping boys learn skills. Sort of, uh, sort of a role, right? Uh, and and the church gets. I mean, they could go much more. Like we, it's not about being active; it's about setting goals and and trying hard. We're going to teach you how to keep a journal. You know, it could play sort of the softer skills more. Maybe there'll be some salesmanship that can happen. We'll uh, sure. practice selling cars. Sure, or something. Well, of course, yes. But but like. I'm so curious to see where what angle they sort of pick to be the angle that the church is going to help boys and girls develop in. Uh, because traditionally it's been this very, like, it's to help girls become ready to, for motherhood and boys to be ready for uh, Manhood. playing in the woods. If they ever, you know, if they ever get lost and, uh, you know, have to live out the book, catch it, they can. So they got that going for them. But but it's funny because like if the church goes too far on the on the church stuff, right? If kids are going to church every Sunday and then coming back for Wednesday night to go and be told to feel the spirit more. I I there's a big part of me that just feels like uh, there's a high chance of burnout, right? For a for a 13-year-old kid where it's like, "Man, I don't care that much about sitting and talking about Jesus. I will, I'm down for a week uh activity and then like in the middle i just want to play i want to play and hang out with other kids my age and like be around good kids that are going to help me be good like that's the role that i want mutual to play and like me me as a as a as a grown-up now that's what i want it to be for my kids it's like more the social but i'm really curious to see where what angle it ends up you know sort of becoming
1: yeah it's it's I get where you're going with that, but maybe I try to see if the other side of it, perhaps President Nelson and the Brethren feel that that's all well and good, but the youth need to be more spiritually minded now than even they used to in the past. You know, maybe they understand the dangers ahead of them. But I, I mean, I, I totally get it too. Yeah. Why wouldn't
0: Dude, what, the social I mean, elements? Back to when you were when you were 14, all you were going to mutual for was to hang out with your buddies the lesson was literally the last thing on your mind, and you would sit through it just so that you'd go play afters.
1: Well, even and even aside from that, uh, lesson or not, I mean, half of what you were doing at that age was scouting specific stuff yeah, too. Play
0: basketball when they forget, <laughs> or you'd be,
1: or you would thing. like we'd you know work on merit badges or do stuff, which yeah. was more when I was younger. And so that is true in that there was not always something so overtly spiritual. It was just about.
0: I I like I like that there was sort of an expectation of being more well rounded, right? Like, like our job on this planet is not just to be really good at quoting things about Jesus. We have this we have this angle of like, let's become a well rounded human. Let's go do some more stuff, and uh, and if all, if the church makes like if they take two of your days a week, if they take your Wednesday night and your Sunday day. And are just like no, this is about scriptures and thinking about how to be good. I just man, I just don't think that it's going to achieve what they want it to. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, we're to be, we're to leaven the earth. Let us leaven. Let us salt the earth with our goodness. Don't don't hide us in a bushel that is mutual. A carpeted cultural hall on Wednesdays. I feel very strongly. Now you mentioned
1: Jana Reese. Uh, she did publish an article. This, entitled Mormon girls now acknowledge heavenly mother, but boys do not. Oh my gosh. So this is the new thing to be upset about with this uh, in that the young woman's theme is great because it talks about heavenly parents. I'm a beloved daughter of heavenly parents. The young men's theme says I'm a beloved son of God and he has work for me to do. And so people are asking, why don't they just say the same thing? Why aren't the young men saying I'm a son of heavenly parents? Are we saying men basically answer to God? but women need to recognize both parties. There's been I a lot hate of this so much. This is so dumb. Oh, you should see how many people, there's been much discussion about this. My own take on this yeah. is honestly- it doesn't, it doesn't mean that
0: it's a legitimate argument.
1: I, I honestly think that uh, while things are coordinated, I think a lot of the groups involved in crafting this, especially within the young women and young men's general organizations, I think they have a lot of autonomy in what they've been doing. They've probably worked together on this, but I would not be shocked if the young men's general presidency- helped play a role in crafting this theme, and then kind of oh, cleared it with young women, cleared it with the top
0: brass, and they're like, cool. Yeah, is, I, it, is it wrong? Are you not allowed to say we're sons of No,
1: God? it's fine, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if basically the different organizations kind of crafted their own and then okayed it as opposed to you know President Nelson sitting them down I feel and like saying, here's
0: what you do. If it were up to Jana, Reese, and friends, it would be the, this would be the most homogenized religion of all time just like all it would be is a bland shade of peach and uh and like saying nothing about doctrine or or what's to be it would just be like like that's the frustrating thing about sort of the you know everybody everybody just wants it to be told their exact way and it's like man a little bit of diversity i w- i would love for there to be different uh you know for the boys to say something different than the girls because that means there's a little bit of doctrine in each for you to go get, go knock it out. Like, well, and don't I think try and make it all the same.
1: And the easy thing to miss here is that growing up, Al, did we
0: recite a young men's theme growing up? They tried a few times, but no. Uh, there, no, no. I there mean, was we, like an ironic priesthood one they tried to do for probably six well, months. Well, we and do then, the
1: scout. Mo- we do the scout motto. Like that was. the oh, thing Oh yeah. Do. On my <laughs> honor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That would happen, but this is what. Well, so what we're missing in all of this is that. Young men are actually going to have a theme, like the young women, that they will stand up and repeat every week that is very They doctrinally- will not stand
0: up and repeat it. They'll stand up and mumble it quietly, <laughs> most of them trying to be in the back. Oh, yeah, and there'll be so one better. kid, the the uh, deacon's quorum president will have it all memorized, hair perfectly coiffed, standing in the front, expectantly showing off, thinking that he's done a good thing. And everybody ah, else makes fun of him and give him a swirl. Pierre Delecto It'll happen. Third. Yes, Pierre Delecto, yeah. Yes, the third. That's um, what. That's what this future is. Yeah,
1: I do think it's also other things people are reading into. the The young men will receive a ring, but the women are going to receive a a pendant. Why can't the women receive a ring?
0: Why can't the men wear? Why can't Let's they have give a pendant? The men just one left studded earring. <laughs> that's what we need. No, I want a is dangling this... one. A big hoop. Oh man, Uh, I do enjoy. So the other, I I miss, I miss doing this show just because I love catching up with you. But I forget how stupid some of these people are.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, yeah. I think all in all, this is good stuff. I'm curious to see the youth are going to be a lot more self governing. I think that'll be fun. Uh, Everyone's very excited about the Gospel Living app that will not be available until 2020. That should be pretty fun and there's this new strive to be hashtag and the new logo is this slick temple looking thing there is a strive to be instagram account that already has 920 posts they've been populating this well before the fact and not telling
0: anyone it seems and if That's you go a lot of there posts that no one's gonna see
1: no no if you go there you can click on pictures uh from elder gong there's videos of him. There's a video of Elder Gong talking to himself, which is the best thing. It was hyping the face-to-face event, and they did a double it's screen. Really, and sho- shows it. it's him on his desk, like fi- it's literally Elder Gong talking to himself because it's face-to-face, and he's promoting that face-to-face. account. That account is pretty much the Gong Show. <laughs> Elder Gong is awesome. Nope, I'm not the gi- Gong Show. <laughs> I'm not. Gi- I'm not giving it to you. Okay, you can't have it.
0: So good on the youth. I didn't pay a ton of attention. That account is pretty much... No, man. That's so cool. Forget it. I'll you move on. Realize- it's over. You don't know how good you've had it. All right. Let me see here. Uh, there's a new missionary handbook out. This is replacing the formerly replaced white handbook. Yes.
1: Okay. So this is not like preach my gospel. This is the, the little white handbook replacement.
0: Yeah. Okay. Still pocket-sized. Now, not white. Picture of Jesus on the front. A very... That's very Catholic of us, uh, putting Jesus sort of right a, close to your heart. Sort of a muted, it's like a muted painting of Jesus. He has
1: no but, face. It looks like that nun who tried to fix that um painting in the Spanish church.
0: Dude, when you think Jeff, we served our missions like, what was it, twenty years ago almost? Not quite, but sure, yes. Eighteenish. Uh and so like now the things they have things like uh handbook around policies for how they call their families uh their their technology guidelines there's a lot of stuff that like you know in my mind i'm like why would you ever need to update that handbook and then it's like i oh, know there's a ton of stuff oh there's good so luck, much guys
1: yeah i mean it's been yeah they haven't updated it for uh, nine years
0: so and, what, what and are, a big focus is uh is that a mission a mission is not a uniform you put on it is a change that happens to you and i like that that's nice the missions are good also in the missionary news, uh, missionaries pulled from Bolivia. Uh, sort of around the same time that the uh, the offshoot Mormon family down in Mexico had like terrorist attack. We talked about
1: them. that on last week's show. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and now, now Colombia has become. Do you mean Bolivia? rough again? Is that related at all? Do you mean you Bo- think, do or? you mean Bolivia? Oh yes, I'm sorry. I was in Bogota, not Bolivia uh Bolivia yeah is that connected at all or you think that's that's enough separate that it's just like they're having cultural unrest and uh it need to be pulled out down there no
1: the tragedy in Mexico was you know Latter-day Saints of dual citizenship and colonies polygamists you know we discussed whether they're called we should call them Latter-day Saints
0: or not Uh, because it made the news here as a as like a, a big deal you don't think you don't think that influenced it at all because it happened like in the same week almost.
1: No, because as far as we know, there's no account of any missionaries being injured. I think the issue here is simply that Bolivia's had a lot of political unrest, which has led to social unrest. I mean, Evo Morales, the uh, president who secured a fourth term, a constitutionally not allowed fourth term, um, eventually fled, and it's hard to say he abdicated. A little bit different, but anyways, he fled. There's just been it's been an unstable situation in Bolivia, and Bolivia has had problems in the past with North American missionaries. With it's a country that's more sensitive to uh, Western imperialism than a lot of other. Yeah, Latin that's American who you're countries.
0: saying in the article, yeah.
1: And then in the article, yeah. So back in '89, uh, two missionaries were uh, were assassinated basically by a a terrorist group that was trying to combat perceived American imperialism, and for. Anyone who's been a missionary abroad, you know how much, even though we're not there, if you're an American, you know how much, even though you're not representing the country, how much people just think you're there on the errand of the United States. I mean,
0: you get- Oh, we were there during the Bush era. Yeah. It was intense. You get a lot of it. So- I couldn't imagine being there during the Trump era, man. Could you imagine? At least Trump
1: kind of, I mean, other than, you know, all the poop hole country remarks and stuff like that, uh, the US is pretty awful at foreign policy in Latin America and that we don't engage well down there. So- That's also why they're sensitive to it. We've, you know, the the old Monroe Doctrine. If you know your history books, that states that no one has any right to influence the affairs of the Americas but the United States. Basically, the Monroe Doctrine said, "Hey, Europe, you can't colonize here anymore. We're gonna get you. This is our turf now." Mm. Mm -hmm. And then all the like Chileans are like, "Uh, "This is like our turf. This isn't your turf. You go away, United States. We don't need this anymore."
0: I remember them saying that. So that was I was th- in Miami. So I
1: think the church is just being cautious at this point. Because they haven't pulled them from all of Bolivia, just from the Cochabamba mission. North American missionaries from the Cochabamba mission. Other missionaries, I've heard they've scaled back activity, but they haven't pulled anybody. So it's just the one, and there's five missions in Bolivia,
0: just that one. So we'll hope
1: for a return to normalcy. I don't want a Venezuela situation. I don't think we've had... And,
0: and, do, the, and do the missionaries just uh, get transferred to other missions in bolivia
1: depends i don't i doubt it's in bolivia if they're close to going home they didn't specify if that means within like one transfer two transfers or something if they're close they're just getting sent home early Uh, but if not they're being reassigned they have not i think it's more to neighboring countries but i don't think they're staying in bolivia if they are of north american interest descent interesting it is it is um (laughs) <laughs> Fun stuff's do- gone down. So, President Nelson has been touring in Southeast Asia. Now, before his tour, I, I have to imagine this was timed nicely. Um, the-, the prophet went to Vietnam as his f- first stop. That's a big deal. A standing prophet has never been to Vietnam. Vietnam, of course, is a communist country. And we have a, you know, the situation there is different, even though their constitution allows for freedom of religion.
0: I've been dying to make it to Vietnam.
1: I'd love to go to Vietnam. So it's really cool that we went there. I'm down. Um, We have a handful of congregations in Vietnam. No stakes, but this is right on the heels, uh, like a week ago or so. The Vietnam presented the church with a certificate. The certificate basically enables the church to operate more freely in the country. Uh, pursuant to a 2018 religious freedom law. So the church has had recognition already, but this is an extra step. So I think it's not a coincidence that that happened. And then a week later, the prophet shows up and mm. gets to meet various... He, he met the mayor of Hanoi. Um, you know, the, t- the typical meet and greet stuff that he does. Um, but this is great. So he's in Vietnam. He's been in Cambodia. They actually announced the temple in Cambodia. Have you seen this thing, Al? No. So in his remarks to the, because the This Week in Mormon's website is dying right now, I will send it to you. (laughs) I'll send you a newsroom article about it in our chat. Um, So while speaking to the Cambodian saints, President Nelson revealed the design of the uh, Phnom Penh temple that was announced a year ago. And it's pretty stinking rad. Look at this thing, Al. Just scroll down in the article. Oh I'm scrolling scroll harder it's popping up S- <laughs> scrolling Sc- scroll this thing is I I know we tried to oh wow reflect local styles more and more, but this is this is saw this is like a Khmer temple
0: boom all the way what that's great man yeah that, ex- that actually is really cool like I, like it's all in the steeple that's really where you carry it i mean san diego would say the same thing it's all in the steeples but uh all really carrying a good and that's true
1: i mean i think if you were to cut off the steeple and look at it it would look just kind of like a without being able to see more details on the building from here from the one rendering it would look a little more normal but that steeple in a very cambodian style all they need to do they should adorn all the steeples with gold though that would make them fit in even better with some of the history there. That'd be awesome.
0: Did you ever read the book, The Billion Dollar Whale? I did not. Is that, is that guy, was he from Vietnam? I'm trying to remember. Well, I don't know because I've never read the book. It was a great read. It's about, it's literally about this guy a couple of years ago, uh, who like j- just cons Saudi Arabia out of billions of dollars. Like he just lies and then gets his country to like back it. <laughs> and, uh, good on him. And then he, then he goes and like funds he funds films like The Wolf of Wall Street and like gets famous in this world like is throws these billion dollar parties and right now he's living on a yacht outside of I don't know Singapore or something and uh, in international waters and flies friends out to come and party with him and that's his world he's on the run. It's a very very delightful tale if you're uh, if you're into financial.
1: Yeah, and if Ninja you want to be on the run birth. from the Saudis, it's like the last people I'd want to be on the run <laughs> from.
0: That's that's fair. That's fair. Which,
1: since I said Saudis, real quick, uh, President Nelson hung out with where that went, with. Um, President Nelson met the leaders of the Muslim World League. His Excellency Dr. Muhammad Abdul Karim Al Isa. Oh, my my guy was from Malaysia. I'm sorry,
0: Malaysia. Oh, that's not as bad. I mean. He claimed he, – he went to Wharton and said he was a prince of Malaysia. <laughs> and just nobody nobody was like, wait, we don't have a monarchy of Malaysia. Malaysia's
1: a federation. Yeah, they don't have yeah.
0: – Well, then
1: whatever. This story is less exciting. But anyway, the first presidency met a leader from the Muslim World League, which generally speaking, the article is all nice. It says, hey, you know, the, the this is an organization that advocates the interests of Muslims for them to worship freely and stuff. And that's all well and good. Uh, What the article doesn't mention is that the Muslim World League is regarded by many as basically a front for Saudi Wahhabism. Um, It's funded primarily by the Saudi government, and it is sort of an agent of Wahhabism.
0: What is Saudi Wahhabism?
1: Wahhabism is the form of Islam practiced in Saudi Arabia, and the Saudis are quite keen to export it elsewhere. Within Islam, you don't just have like Sunnis and Shias. There's, there's more granular stuff at play with different interpretations elsewhere.
0: So you're saying we met with people representing a different country's religion?
1: <laughs> a little bit more than that. Well, hobbyism drove 9-11, my friend. So, you know, you got to think about it. Th- that, that doesn't seem right. Well, hobbyism is, is yes, it's, it's fundamentalist. It's more far right. It is the type of Islam in Saudi Arabia. So, I think it's fine that we're talking to people.
0: You're saying Osama bin Laden was a wasabi? Uh, Wahhabi? Wahhabi? I
1: don't even know what to
0: say. <laughs> I give you so many good title <laughs> options.
1: I think he took it to a different place, um, but he did belong to a Wahhabi sect.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that that w- the, the Wahhabism. Pushed nine eleven on us. That doesn't seem. I'm right. not
1: saying that the Wahhabism itself pushed nine eleven on us. I because, believe that's what you said. Because, because the uh, the the Osama character kind of did what he wanted. All I'm saying As is, it's nice did. that we met leaders from this organization, and we can also bear in mind that this organization might be there primarily to represent the interests of the Saudi Arabian government, which is out to kill your friend on his yacht.
0: Yeah. Similarly, Elder Eyring met with a terrorist group this week. The (laughs) Maryland governor. He did. Larry Hogan, the (laughs) famed terrorist of the East. Uh, No, Larry seems like a nice guy. I don't know why Elder Eyring... I mean, he was just like, Hey, thanks for uh, mentioning us in your... uh, What did they do? They had... They had something that they mentioned well, they gave the church some That was really cool. Yeah, They tried to nice. just serve. The, the not...
1: good thing to bear in mind, though, is the DC temple is in Maryland. So that's a good excuse for us, too.
0: Again, I can't say enough how poorly designed and product managed the church's just serve platform is. And it bothers me that they're still trying to make it a thing. It's not a thing. It's not going to be a thing.
1: Do you think it's not a thing no because one's... no one uses it?
0: You'll log, That's exactly because you'll what. log
1: in there, and there's just nobody's done it. I don't know if it just needs to be evangelized better and get people more
0: engaged. No, it needs to be a better product. It's a crappy product. If you were if you were a startup and designed this, you'd say, Oh, well, uh either we could build it in a way that people actually want to use it and would help them find service projects, or we'll build it this way where it's essentially the LinkedIn for service projects. Nobody cares. Okay, it's so so
1: worst. If if you can, I don't expect you to have thought it all out. But what would you change? How would you redo Just Serve to make it work?
0: Uh, let's see. And I would like I to take actually, all the credit
1: for the good ideas.
0: I actually thought about this a lot because I was I was tasked with like making it go uh, out here when I was in the High Council, and uh, I got in there and was like, "It's not going to work, guys. It's awful." So I, they might still do it where like you search, you search, and it's like a Pinterest style masonry JavaScript style flow is that right let me see kansas city. i haven't looked at it in a while so i'm in indict- yeah nobody has but uh but we'll give it a shot here real quick let's see kansas city yeah and so the results returned are in a uh yeah they're just in these big weird tile forms so it's really hard to find something because when you're looking for a service project you're looking for a time yeah. that you want to serve an area or some sort of a topic, and there's no way to really search by that. Uh, th- though you do have, let's see, they you can view by calendar. But the problem is, is they have a lot of them that are like, yeah, this service project lasts forever. Uh, you can you can go to the food pantry anytime, which isn't true, right? They have hours. They have hours that they want volunteers, uh, and but they let like they just let everybody put up these really crappy entries. And so the data ends up being worthless, and uh, it's really frustrating because if they just if they just constrained it a little bit and encourage people to like Bill Good ones, then what you'd do is you'd say, great, notify me if any service projects come up in this topic or this region or on this time frame. These are these are what you should do when you log in and say I'm available to serve on these times. I have kids. I have this, and so I want like family-oriented service projects. And then we're gonna go and find you service projects so you have something to do. That'd be a really helpful platform. And it's funny that you Instead can't. It's um, just crappy.
1: Yeah, there's. A, I'm looking at this right now. There. It's funny because some of those those variables are there. Like if you click on a particular opportunity, it does say like who it's appropriate for, suitable for all ages or different groups. So they've got those tasks well,
0: well your challenge your so, challenge is that you're not going to log in here every Saturday to look for them you need to be able to create an account and say here's what I'm interested here's what I'm trying to do but the service opportunities that are created aren't most of them are like yeah come on by anytime we're doing this for the whole summer yep. and it's like oh my gosh this is the worst and there's no way like when it like you got to say you're going and then some people don't say and like, does it fill up or does it not? There's no way to hold people accountable. You can't get, you should be able to rate the different organizations and rate yourself as, like, I say I'm going and I actually show up. Uh, there's a lot of things that I'd do different that would make this a really powerful platform. So, Elder I Ring, I'd tell you right to your face quit endorsing this. This is a crap product. You need somebody that knows how to build products, making websites for the church, not your nephew, because that's what happened here. Somebody. Got some nepotism, got this contract. Oh, yeah. Sure, they charge hundred thousands of dollars, and it sucks. <laughs> okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Nope. Nope.
1: Nope. Nope. nope.
0: Yep. Amen.
1: Amen. <clears throat> well, that's that's terrific what you've just expressed, Al. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> you, asked. you asked. I wasn't gonna bring that up. I am gonna pivot. To the fact that the Real Housewives is going to be in Salt Lake City, this is news that I'm very excited. You assume this. people will kind of care about, but I forget how much people would care about this when it was announced. This was everywhere when it when the news dropped. So Andy well, because, Cohen, because the like the Real Housewives Beverly Hills is like the one who runs the the Real Housewives franchise, says it will be in Salt Lake City, and it's hilarious because he's like. I mean, the dude says it straight up. He's like, "You didn't see it coming," but I have to tell you, in Utah, you have the majesty of the mountains, the Mormon religion, an exclusive community of people who have very successful businesses who live in their own universe. It is gorgeous, and I think you're going to be really surprised and intrigued by the group of women we've found. Found, not finding. They've already found them. So, the speculation is: Will it's they? It's crazy. Will they be Mormons? I love it. How will they behave? How many people will get released from their callings because of their behavior on this show uh, or lose temple recommends? Oh, for sure. Ann Romney is going to be in there. You know, she's there. no, I'm pulling for Kristen Oaks and Wendy Nelson. Come on.
0: <laughs> Dude. Well, what's crazy is like the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Great. Because they're like, I want to have dinner in Kuwait. Let's go. I'm chartering a jet right now. Come on girls. And off they go. Like, I don't. Re- as most people I mean, do. Yes, most, most sure people do God say. Exactly.
1: Where should we have dinner tonight? Ah, yes, romantic Kuwait. Let us all go there, ladies.
0: <laughs> you. This is a direct quote of something you would say. Where you like? I know this little hole in the wall spot in Kuwait. We just got to swing by. Sometimes they have a little shrimp left over. I'd and be
1: like, the they one. have the best falafel. Uh, then you and I would get an argument about Tel Aviv having the best falafel, and it would just, it would get
0: by as we, as we're prone to do. Uh but I'm I'm like you know that there's a lot of rich people in Salt Lake City and a lot of fake rich people and so I I can't fake rich wait people is going to Just like part.
1: I just ah uh, I hope it doesn't yeah. wind up I
0: hope they have one <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Well I just I just I hope it doesn't wind up reflecting poorly on the Latter-day Saint community writ large because guaranteed that's going to happen will. and it's going to become a story and people Oh are yeah. Like, oh Mormons, look how much they, Look out. Look how Terrible they really are. They're so covetous.
0: You're, you're, we're only in danger of that happening if they're all Mormon. And then that would be hilarious. No, what would be
1: really sad is if they're all Mormon but one, and then the one who's not, like a lot of non-Mormons in Utah. She's, she's
0: the favorite? No,
1: no, she's not the favorite. Like, no one talks to her. The other ones won't let their kids play with oh, her yeah. kids. Or they, doesn't they share their values.
0: Like, Jess Minister today got it in.
1: Yeah, I'm less worried about... People acting like inappropriately and more worried about the sanctimonious side of Mormonism coming out and just making us look like overly pious
0: dweebs slash jerks. I hope that I hope that the next Real Housewives is the Real Housewives of uh like Western Pennsylvania and it's an Amish Real Housewives because those dudes are sitting on some cash. You oh, I know thought you were
1: are. gonna say Pittsburgh. I'd like to see real housewives of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Ooh.
0: That'd be a hairy nothing, house. Nothing
1: place. but Mount Lebanon. I anyway. Think. That'd be it.
0: Uh, I'm assuming this whole series yeah. will be shot. Wait, no, this. Mount Angel, right? That's in Pittsburgh. And we we ride the funicular.
1: Well, that, Then the funicular yeah. goes up to Mount Washington.
0: Yeah, oh, that's the one. Never mind. I'm
1: just hoping they're going uh, to this whole thing in Draper. I don't know where else they would do it. I mean, where else in Salt Lake is this going to happen? When you think, other than- North like, Salt Lake. There's like Emigration Canyon. I mean, there's Park City. But if you think there's Salt Lake proper, yes- but I think if you no. want to get to like the you real. Get, you get it
0: in North, no, North Salt Lake, Bountiful area. You get up on the mountains there. There's a
1: little bit of that in Bountiful. I just feel like Draper so beautifully encapsulates like the McMansion lifestyle more than anywhere else in
0: the Valley. Yeah, but there's no real rich people in Draper. But that's, that's what could like be fun. It's,
1: it's the faux rich that you saw. It, it is. And some people in Lehigh. Alpine would be fun too. They could do that.
0: I feel like Draper Draper would be like Salinas, California. It's where you go when you, when you want to be where the cool stuff is, but you just gave Draper up. Draper
1: is nothing like Salinas, California in any way, shape, or form. And just because you have some ties it's to Salinas, true. guess what? I do too. My dad grew it's up a there. Strober-
0: it's the strawberry capital of America. Did you
1: forget that my dad knew your mom in high school? Remember that weird tie we've discovered?
0: You leave my mom out of this. No. I'll leave this. I
1: love tomorrow. Jenny. And I've been waiting for that line to come back for It popped in my head like last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, How, how's it well, going in the beginning?
0: I gotta i I feel like I feel like I'm ninety percent gripes this uh this session. Oh, this well we haven't I even love. gotten there yet. So th- please go ahead. <laughs> no, so I'm so there the thing that even instigated this whole thing, I messaged Jeff and said, Hey, but, oh, sorry, there is but, an awful
1: by this whole thing, it means Al appearing on the show this week. This is what this is what it all comes down
0: to. Uh, yeah, I I'm sorry. So there is there's a How Great Thou Art rendition by the Oh yeah. The BYU it's, Men's chorus. It's happening in my ears right now. Uh BYU men's chorus. And uh and the song is beautiful. Very well done. They decided to make a music video out of yeah. it. And the music video is Not atrocious. That. They they <laughs> have it is so bad. Did you watch it, Jeff? I've watched the whole. I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Of course, I watched the whole thing. It, it well, so they, so it, they, normalizes they, by they the end. It's
1: the beginning that is just. I don't know what's going on there. No. So
0: they had somebody who was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna choreograph this, and we're gonna have 500 white men, all doing these things in sync." And they do. They have this moment where like. They raise their arm to the sun, and it's a pretty spitting image of Heil. It's, it's, it's a very close the, the, image of a white supremacy well, sign. The only thing that
1: makes it not a Nazi salute is that they did it with their left arms and not their right. If they'd done the exact same motion with their right arm, it would be a Nazi
0: salute. <laughs> yeah, so that so it goes up in form, and then it blocks the sun. And then they try and like everybody spin, move, and turn. It is, it is by far the worst choreography. You could do, like, you don't look at this group and say, I got it, this is what we're going to do. No, ma- let them stand, let them sing, maybe a, maybe a slow walk down a hill or something, but not this. And most of the comments are all from the, uh, the choir, the chorus themselves. Well, everyone loves it. And they're like, this is the best, I love you guys, it's amazing.
1: I'm sure but, it was uh, fun to I, do
0: it. I have to. I mean, by this, the arrangement's nice and it looks, until it looks like... until you watch it yourself or like some job interview is like, I'm sorry, is this you in this video? And you're like, no, that was as for the church. And it's six and a half minutes long, too. It really just drives. It's a great like if you just listen to this on a CD, you'd say this is great. I'm watching this the video again right now. Oh, that they're they're starting to
1: look up. They're starting to look up.
0: I think so they filmed cheesy. all this in. So like, bad.
1: What does this look like, Rock Creek Park?
0: It's so bad. Oh boy, look at that, and that then, drone shot. What Somebody comets?
1: rented a drone for the day. A lot of drone shots. And uh, waiting for the Nazi salute. Comments are holding. Drone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! There's a couple of times they just kind of like the first time they kind of raise their hands up vaguely towards the sun, and then they start doing this weird. This thing, like they just yeah, start, the they start wheat wave, they the start wheat wave, we weave wave back and forth and then they collapse in a sequence to their left. This is oh, so you man. can think you can dance. It's,
0: yeah, they're trying. They're just trying too hard. I mean, it's so a So keep singing, idea. boys. Oh, there, there's the Nazi no salute. There's the salute. You can't miss it. Oh my God. And how is nobody commenting on it? Maybe they're deleting those comments because all the comments are very supportive they may just be deleting the minutes, yeah, well, but you uh, know, we're bad people,
1: yeah. so that's why this is happening.
0: No, no, we're Jeff, we are realists. First things first, what have I always said? First things first, we're realists. Okay. So, well, anyway, speaking of music, The course
1: um, I decided being the pedantic fellow I can be, uh I I published a little little post on Sunday about a hymn, Jesus Savior Pilot Me. This is crucial, people. Crucial. And I like how much traction this got. So that's the only reason it's worth talking about because your comments were a crack up. Hold on. It got six comments.
0: Which of those six were, were worth talking about? No,
1: no, Al. It had. You're, I'm talking about Facebook, my friend. Not in, I'm on Facebook, Jeff. It has 20. There were no comments of note. I, I'm literally looking at all of the comments right now. What what was said that made this... Oh, I just I thought it was... So the, the point is, if you look at Jesus, Savior, Pilot Me, this, like many hymns, is an example of how we sing things as we think they should be sung, as opposed to how they are written, and no one enforces it. So on Jesus, Savior, Pilot Me, on the third full bar, people always sing the back half of that bar as if it follows the dotted eighth, sixteenth pattern. So it's Jesus, Savior, Pilot Me. Over lives tempestuous sea. That's how it's supposed to be. Over lives, but everyone says over lives tempestuous sea. That's how everyone says it. It's not written that way. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, well? Do you understand the way I'm explaining?
0: No, that sounded that that was like that was like a New Zealander explaining to me the difference between a New Zealand accent and an Aussie accent.
1: Over. Okay, this is how it should it should be. Over lives tempestuous sea. Okay. Okay. Life's tempestuous sea. Very straight like that. Eighth notes. Straight eighth notes. Look at the motion. I'm and
0: taking. how do we do it? We say,
1: over uh-huh. life's tempestuous sea. So people sing it like it's what's called a dot. I
0: still, notes. I I cannot hear the difference in that. I am so sorry. That well, is the exact same you, thing. Well, that's you,
1: unlike I. You're, you're
0: like, get in the car You and get in the car we say Al, you and, ka, the are, and they say ka, you are not a visionary you are not a visionary wait so so you said this was worth talking about because the comments which comment was oh people
1: uh, was some people said thank you thank you thank you give me two give me t- we should me sing two things written one person asking which bar we were talking about one guy had one guy posted a gif that said why or it's a girl why would you say something so controversial yet so brave so brave
0: yeah Wait, so this is worth talking about because it was a Facebook post that some people replied to in mediocre form. I don't no, think the notes matter. Came out the of this.
1: message is there.
0: I'm sorry. Do you, Mind do you never get interaction on your Facebook posts? Who cares? That's that's the favorite one. Mark Barlow. Who cares? I agree with you, Mark. I'm going to like that comment right now. Boring. Who cares? That reminds Ooh, me of that time I took a
1: picture of one of the people. I, from I the am show. more
0: Perfect. upset for you for for calling this a newsworthy oh, conversation. Oh, this is news of the week because friend. you posted a stupid thing on Facebook. It's not stupid. A, f- a few, a handful of people. You're stupid. Said something stupid. Screw to you. It. Forget this. You, I'm sorry. The noteworthy comment was a GIF that was placed. <laughs> that was. You're like, we gotta talk about this on the show. Guys, you're not gonna believe the funny image that Emily Pug Ward. We put need to on take the
1: way hymns are written. Seriously, people. Don't give me this nonsense that it's it's all about
0: the message of the hymn. Sing the notes. I hate the you. Way well, I've always out. hated you. I
1: haven't watched that in a long time.
0: This is the worst, man. How is that a story? No, it doesn't count. Find another one. Pick another one. Fine.
1: The other ones I don't understand as well, but I'm going to look at this one called The Title of Liberty Was Raised. The Title of it Liberty wasn't. was raised in Spoiler alert,
0: it in a three-country had a tour. conference and So
1: a it. delegation from the church the church joined interfaith and government leaders as well as academics in Central America in late October to make history. Why do
0: they say Title of Liberty raised in three country tour? The group
1: like, it's a very strangely like conceived article. The, nothing was raised. The group signed an agreement to work more diligently to promote and protect religious freedom.
0: Hey Church Newsroom, before you call it a title of liberty, was it rent? Yeah, it, was there coat rent? Was it written on this coat and was it hoisted on a pole? If no to all three, it was not a title.
1: As far liberty. as I can tell there Stop. Tell, there was literally no You see this headline and you think it's going to mean that like on an f- exciting weekend in Guatemala, El Salvador and Honduras. People ascended the hilltops of the volcanoes and raised the title of liberty in some. Yeah, that'd be cool. Gender. That'd be cool. This is literally a delegation from the church talked about religious freedom at a symposium in Central America.
0: Uh, I disagree with right. the
1: premise, newsroom. My story about him annotation was better than that one. I'd like the record to show.
0: I, I <laughs> thank you. I want to know your thoughts on the this this article. Motherhood may be hazardous to your health. Okay.
1: I admit I didn't read experiment. it all top to bottom, so I want to make sure I represent it correctly.
0: But yes, I read it, and it. I mean, so it seems to me. Now there's a risk here of just like mansplaining. Oh, uh, I think baby having
1: as um, but as Cheryl but, Sandberg but it, taught us, it, lean in, just lean in
0: but, to this. But but. It, I, I, uh, I wonder from what perspective she's writing this. Is she writing this as a mother? Or is she writing this as somebody that's not a mother? Uh, because the argument seems very slanted, and she just seems very upset that like motherhood is represented in a positive light in religion instead of, as she calls it, uh, hold on, it, it, she there was a lack of informed consent uh around the teachings of motherhood which is an interesting way to phrase uh, meaning that when they said you should grow up to be moms they didn't say but be careful because motherhood is going to be really hard and she felt that there should have been more caveats to motherhood uh as it was taught and and uh yeah it's which which i, I mean i'm all right like it is hard uh and she makes a list of of uh, you know, all the things that are harder where like your marriage is harder and your physical and mental health and social health, relationship health, sexual health, educational health, financial health, all of these things are disadvantaged by being a mother. And uh, which is true, but also uh I mean like hard things are not bad in light of the gospel. And I that's, and true. I, that's true. I think I think that there's a lot of people, uh women women included that would argue that, that this is not exactly a fair uh, representation of the experience of motherhood, but I am not a mother. And so I have a, I mean, I have a hard time this, like sort of dismissing this outright, but it, it just, it doesn't feel very representative of the experiences of motherhood that I've heard from women. Yeah. I mean, I think it will say that.
1: The exponent has a particular audience, so it's important to bear that in mind. But, um, there are some interesting points. I think a lot of this is someone who takes issue with, of course, the, the long dealt with notion that, you know, a woman's role is reduced to that of being a mother uh, primarily. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. And saying like, you know, it, it is a divine identity, but what about everything else? And I think earlier in the year, if you heard our podcast series when Josie Gleave did this three-part series on motherhood with uh, speaking to a bunch of different women, it was really interesting because they touched on a lot of that. You know, like what defines a mother is motherhood, and as motherhood, what defines you as a woman in the church? And what if you're a woman in the church who doesn't want to be a mother, for example? Like, is there a place for you? That was an that was interesting to learn about, at the very least.
0: Yeah, what I have what found it, it has been it has been interesting because there's a there's sort of a movement right now because people are getting married later. You and I were were amongst them. Uh, Whoa,
1: well, don't wrap me in with your shenanigans, but
0: sure yeah right yeah. i I was clearly out of the singles ward by the time I found my wife and uh and and as as that sort of age shifts to a to an older demographic, I think there's a lot of people that find themselves uncertain of their place in the church, and there's there's a big push of like, well, if I don't have kids, I still matter right and uh and I think it's important to sort of represent those as well, but I don't think that you that one well, and, and this may be this this may not be right, but like in my mind, you don't need to say motherhood isn't as good as you've all been told, so that you're okay not being a mother. Right. Uh, I th- I think I think that you've got to find well, either either you find motherhood in places that aren't bearing children, or you find uh, you know you find the role that that you feel called to and rise to that. But it, but like motherhood is actually, I mean, parenthood I think is hard, but it's like this really great. Thing to be engaged in. You and I were talking about it before the show. Of like, there's a lot of stress revol- involved in it, and it's sort of never relenting. Uh, but still, you like, it's it's the only thing that we're doing that's like making us grow as humans. I feel like there's not a lot of other things as a thirty or forty year old that you're going to engage with that like refine you as. A I don't know, man. I'm really good at working in
1: government bureaucracy. That's pretty hot. It's very rewarding. <laughs> I did find before we leave this article, I I thought it was interesting that she tallied up mentions of motherhood in general conference by gender and how men are far more likely to mention motherhood than women. And I believe her argument is basically that men are trying to reinforce the notion of women as mothers and how that's their divine role, whereas female speakers overwhelmingly are not bothering to go into that much. 82% in the past 20 years- have not mentioned motherhood in their conference talks, which is pretty. That's just that's interesting. That's interesting data.
0: That is that is interesting. My my gut reaction to that would be that men uh, men as they speak about womanhood or motherhood, they generalize in much bigger, like a much bigger sense. Partly because they probably don't uh, like the, they want they want to quickly brush over the the. Like women, women are important too, right? They kind of they don't spend the time on it that yeah. they should, and uh, and you don't find women like sort of dismissing women that way, right? Where they would be much more deliberate and sort of uh, focused in their remarks. Where where a man, I I just I just see it as laziness instead of uh, instead of like reinforcing the the matriarchy. It's like I I see it as just like. Misguided, lazy. That was. That's where my gut would go. But I'd be curious to like delve deeper in that because it's pretty dramatic, right? Men mention it like sixty percent of the time, and women mention it like twelve percent of the time.
1: Yeah, basically. I'd also be curious to see how that's if that has changed over that sampling period. That's twenty years. You know, are they? Yeah.
0: Can we get a line
1: graph and not a pie chart, please? Thank you. Because it would be interesting. Has it changed over time? Are women mentioning it more now or less? That's what I'd like to see. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. know. And of course, we are men, so. Our opinions manly, manly, do not manly. matter. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for our show this week. Wait,
0: every- wait, we got the we got light the world happened. Oh what A oh, Recupile? Oh, look who suddenly wants to Temple cover Temple every Open story. House?
1: All right. So they've announced the Light the World plans for the year. There's some vending machines. There's a new video about the Christ Child that is very good. It's a new it's brand new. They kind of dropped it along with uh He seems nice. All the
0: Book of Mormon videos. And there's videos on how
1: to light the world, you know? We
0: we had a, I, we had a pear harvest where we invited the sister missionaries over, and they showed us this before it came out. It was very exciting. And you felt pretty cool, huh? I really did. I felt privileged. You know, I felt like the Christ child was meant for me before it was for everyone.
1: And in Al's uh, Ucdorfian Spanish, he was trying to reference the Arequipa Peru Temple open house.
0: Are, uh, Are, yeah. Arequipa?
1: Arequipa. Anyway. um, And there it is. Another temple in Peru, making things happen out there. Arequipa is down in southern Peru.
0: And I believe, is that actually. You know what they say? Peru is the Arizona of the South.
1: That is what they say. It'll be the third temple in the country. So good on them. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, really nice. Really nice job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Jeff, it's been a pleasure, as per usual. Al, where can people people find us? Why don't you guys go look at us at This Week in Mormons if Jeff ever gets the hosting figured out, dot com? If if you're listening Uh, to this episode,
1: it's been figured out because I can't publish this episode without access to the website.
0: Also, also, uh, let's see. Yeah, find us on social at... the real If you can see all right on, now
1: his eyes are closed and he's concentrating really hard to know what these on are. <laughs>
0: Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook.com slash this in mormons. Boom. Also or contacted this Also, week. I encourage I think I still get do I still get those? I'm sure. I
1: don't know. Folks, I do encourage you if you're not a patron of the show, go to patreon.com slash this Mormons and pledge a dollar a month. And I might need it more if to resolve this hosting problem. I need your money to have a dedicated server. <laughs> People, we need right now I'm donut. sharing a server, like some kind of peasant. What is that? I, I'm this is like Airbnb. I'm squatting in someone's turf. People, Twim deserves its own dedicated cloud space. You know it, and I know it. So I'm raising the challenge from a dollar a month to ten dollars a month. That is right, everybody. Ten dollars <laughs> a month from at least like okay. eight of you to handle that. Thank you very much. But seriously, thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so already uh, through whichever means that is. Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, whatever you like to use. And that will be that. So, Alan, much appreciated, my friend. Jeffrey, always. It has been. It has been what it has been. Have a great week, everybody. Whenever this publishes. It might be by next week. I have no idea. But we'll find out what happens next time on This Week in Mormons. Be well, be that's holy, good. and be happy. That's a, that's a great weight
0: weight reference.